Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to our yearly roundup of all the weird news that has happened in 2021. If you're new around here and have missed the past episodes which featured all the weird news from the first three quarters of 2021, then make sure you head back and watch those after this one, because they're chock full of strangeness, which I think you might just be interested in learning about. I'm back today with two more weird tales from the year just past. And as a reminder, this won't be your usual news roundup. This is strictly the stuff that makes you go, what? As quite frankly, politics, the global panidee and the general destruction of the planet are not the kind of energy we want to be knowingly dragging into the new year. Now that's not to say that these stories don't dally with the dark side, because they most definitely do, but there's also some light-hearted strangeness too. But don't worry, if anything is going to be hideously awful, then I'll give you a heads up first. So with the disclaimer out of the way, let's jump into October. Before we do that, if you are new here, then hi, my name's Nikki, and I make podcasts and videos about all sorts of weird stuff. So if you're into that, which I have a sneaking suspicion you might be because the algorithm has brought you here, then please hit subscribe so we can hang out together again. And if you're not new around here, then welcome back, old fiend. Nice to see you again. Now, I said I would give you a heads up if anything was going to be awful in these episodes, and here is that warning. Our first story is a tough one. As I have to do when talking about a lot of these subjects, I'll be tiptoeing around some of the language involved, so if it ends up that some of my sentences are a bit odd-sounding, that's why. As you know on my show, I tend to not talk about recent cases unless I feel there is something which I think we can all learn from, and this one, sadly, has many, many lessons, all of which the family have subsequently been quite outspoken about, so I feel like they want this to be shared and for the women they lost to be remembered. During the month of June 2020, Nicole Smallman and Bieber Henry, 
two half-sisters from northwest London, were deciding what to do for Bieber's upcoming 46th birthday. As it was still during the period of the Panny D when people were only allowed to meet outside, this was something that had to influence their plans. The two sisters, who were 19 years apart in age, were really close, and they decided what would be best and safest for their family was to have a get-together in Frank Country Park in northwest London, close to where they both lived. The family met in the late afternoon and enjoyed a picnic, some drinks and a nice time. As the party was winding down and people started heading off, Nicole and Bieber decided to stay behind and carry on having a nice time. After all, this was more than likely the first time the pair had been able to hang out together in such a way for quite a long time, and so they didn't want to call it a night early. Photos taken on their phones of the evening showed the pair were dancing around with lights and having a good time, and rather shockingly, the last photo taken by the pair at around 1.18am may have shown the moment they were startled by the man who would end their lives. I'm not going to show the photo for obvious reasons out of respect to the family, despite them having been the ones to share it, and to be honest, I don't think I ever want to see that again either. The following day, family members were concerned when the two women didn't return home. When they tried to call them, their phones went straight to voicemail, and no one had been in contact with them since they left them behind in Frying Country Park the night before. Growing increasingly concerned for their well-being, the police were called. Police really didn't seem all that concerned about the two women, despite this being very unusual behaviour for the both of them not to return home and not to be in contact with their loved ones and those they lived with. Police didn't send anyone out to search for them and instead suggested the two women had gone somewhere else to sleep for the night. The family, frustrated with the response they received, went searching for the women and two days later they found them. Nicole's boyfriend Adam was the first one to find both women who had been hidden in some bushes and both had fatal wounds to their bodies. Before the sisters were found, family members discovered sunglasses and other personal items which they knew the women wouldn't have left behind, and had the police done even a cursory search of the area themselves, they would have quite likely found the women, saving the family from going through such a horrifying ordeal. The police gave a barrage of excuses as to why they didn't go to look for the two women, but mainly it boiled down to classism and racism. These were women of colour, and one of them lived on a council estate, so there was some inherent prejudice which played out from those who handled the initial missing persons reports. Just as things couldn't get any worse, Nicole and Bieber's mother, Mina, was summoned to speak with the Independent Office for Police Conduct, which, from here on out, I'll just be referring to as the IOPC. The IOPC had some shocking news for the family, even after the case had been ineffectually investigated, leaving the family to discover their own loved ones. Something even worse happened. Two police officers who were given the responsibility of guarding the crime scene at Fryant Park had taken photos with the two women. If that wasn't enough, they then circulated them within a WhatsApp group, which had 41 police officers as members, and one of the men sent them to a few friends. One of the police officers also referred to the women using sexist language, and another seemingly bragged that he was hanging around with the two women. It's also important to note that both of these police officers had been given strict instructions to not cross the cordon they were protecting for that very reason, as we all know this by now, even not as professionals, you can't interfere with a crime scene. Luckily, someone who received the photos and messages from the two officers reported them anonymously, which led to them being caught, subsequently sacked, 
and later on down the line, both now in prison, serving three-year sentences. Given that just a few months earlier, Wayne Cousins, who was himself a police officer in the Met, had falsely arrested, kidnapped, carried out SA, and then ended the life of Sarah Everard, this incident with officers Dennis Jaffa and Jamie Lewis yet again highlighted the many issues within the Metropolitan Police Force. Again, this was followed with more demands for the force to clean its act up, and to begin working on creating, you know, a police force that doesn't actually do the things it's trying to prevent. It took over a fortnight for the man responsible to be tracked down and arrested. It was only when forensics found some DNA belonging to a man on the knife and tracked him to a previous arrest that they managed to work out who it was. But that took a fortnight. I can't help but think it may have been sooner had this case been at the top of the priority list, which you thought it might be, given how horrific it was, but apparently not really a priority. When police went to the address of the man they suspected, they carried out a search and discovered damning evidence of the motive and cause, a sign packed with a demon to win the Mega Millions lottery in return for female lives. Daniel Hussein, who at the time was just 18 years old, had been growing increasingly interested in some right-wing and very dark message boards online. This is where he learned of making pacts with demons, and in particular asked if there was a way he could create a pact in return for winning the lottery. The pact which police found in his room at his parents' home in South East London said clearly that Daniel would take the lives of six women every month for the foreseeable future in return for the millions. In the two weeks following his crime against the two sisters, he spent almost £150 on tickets, but rather unsurprisingly, he didn't win. Daniel was arrested and sentenced to 35 years in prison. The judge was very keen to deliver a life sentence, but given that Daniel was too young at the time, she gave the absolute maximum possible instead. The family have said they hope this has increased as and when he is old enough for it to be reconsidered. Nicole and Bieber were entirely innocent, but in the weeks that followed the crime, people were taking to Twitter to blame the women for their actions for being out in the park late at night. But many of the arguments fell through as the women had carried out many of the mitigating things we're told to do to give us the illusion of safety, such as having charged phones, not being on your own, and the incredibly boring list goes on. However, all of that is futile if someone has one goal in mind – and there is nothing you can do that will stop them. The woman's mother, Mina, has said she at least has a little bit of peace in knowing that despite losing her girls, there could have been many more families suffering at the hands of this dangerous teenager had her family not effectively solved their own case as quickly as they did. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, 
they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, after that horribleness, I think we need something a little bit lighter. But I'm not going to lie, this one also has me a little spooked. Scientists have been detecting radio waves blasting from space for almost two years. But they're none the wiser as to what they are, or what might be transmitting them. First discovered in February 2020, the strange radio waves were located by Andy Wang, a scientist in Sydney, thought to be emitting from somewhere in the very heart of the Milky Way. The strange frequencies that have been found are unlike anything discovered before. The phenomena, which has now been nicknamed Andy's Noise after the astronomer that discovered it, has a tendency to send frequencies for a period of weeks, and then will just randomly stop for periods of time, which have no pattern. The longest blasts which have been recorded have been up to several weeks, and the shortest just a few hours. In 2020, whatever it was had six periods of activity, sent out radio waves, and then ceased. Expecting it to start up again at any given moment, the scientists decided they would give everything they had and pointed their most powerful telescopes they had at it. All that could be detected was the radio waves, but not anything that was emitting them. Throughout 2021, scientists continued to try and locate the mystery object, seeing if they could get to the bottom of things, and put great effort into locating the originator of the blasts. The unseen mystery object showed that it had a magnetic field, and that given the way the radio waves were behaving, it was most likely small. The object didn't behave like stars, planets, or other space debris, so scientists are still at a loss as to what it might be. The telescopes that have been pointed in the direction of the mystery wavemaker are not powerful enough to detect what it is, and why it might be behaving in such a strange way. So, until technology is better, it looks like Andy's noise will remain a mystery. That's not all the space chatter that happened in 2021, though. Back in April, another set of astronomers discovered a five-hour blast of radio waves emanating from Proxima Centauri, the closest star network to Earth. Inside Proxima Centauri, there is a planet which is said to be potentially habitable, and so, of course, astronomers began to get very excited when they thought this may have been some ET communication. However, don't get excited yet. On further inspection, it turns out that it's quite common for faulty electronics to interfere with telescopes. One of the astronomers said that they previously received a very promising signal from a star, but it actually turned out someone was just heating up soup in a microwave nearby. So unless aliens are particularly fond of beans and jacket potatoes or heating up leftovers, then we might have to just say this one is a bit of a bust. Thanks for joining me for those weird stories. I hope you enjoyed them. You know the drill by now if you've been around for a while, but if you are new, then please subscribe, come and follow me on my social media. And if you like the show and want me to make more of them, then please consider becoming a Patreon supporter so you can get your mitts on exclusive content, an extra episode per month, some goodies through the post, and depending on the tier you pick, have your name read out at the end of the episode, like our executive Patreon producers, Amy, Barry, Bethan, Jess, Kate, Mary, Ren, Sam, Sarah and Veronica. And a huge thanks to all of my other patrons too. 
If a long-term commitment isn't your thing, but you just wanted to send a tip or a gift from my Amazon wishlist, then I would massively appreciate that too. And I'll leave all the links in the show notes on the podcast and the description on the YouTube video. And there's also a nifty little button on YouTube now where it says thanks, which is like a little virtual tip jar. So if you're feeling generous, then that's an option as well. An enormous thank you for even considering doing any of those things as it really is the best when I get a new patron notification or a surprise parcel through the door. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate the sport and the kindness you guys have the ability to show. You're the bloody best. Also, it doesn't have to be all about money and things. You can make me equally as happy by spreading the word about the show on social media, telling your friends, your colleagues or even a stranger at the bus stop. It all hugely helps the show to keep going and growing. And you might think it doesn't do anything, but I see you. You're making a difference. And I thank you for that. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I've been Nikki Druce and I'll see you ghouls next time for November.